Hey, so I just want to start this episode out with a quick shout out to Camden at the Five Head Podcast because I watched the first few minutes of your most recent episode and you got straight gaslit by Blake. <laughs> y'all were talking about y'all were talking about solipsism and Blake. First of all, you made a you made a terrible mistake and you trusted Blake. When he tried to connect, he tried to correct your pronunciation. That's hilarious. Of uh, solipsism, like Blake, solipsism. No, it's solipsism, dog. There's, <laughs> there's I don't another know, dog. There's there's three s's in that motherfucking word. But like, but he's, so Blake said solipsism as is his want. Yes, and then Camden very politely was just like, "Hey, isn't it?" I think it's solipsism. And you were like, nah, dog. Nah, dog. <laughs> moving it, on. It's solipsism. <laughs> yeah. It's solipsism. No, no, no. It wasn't even just moving on, dude. You were like, you were like I'm not going to clown you. I'm not going to clown you, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, Blake. Blake, you are just gaslighting the shit out of this man. Wrong is all hell. <laughs> speaking of speaking of gaslighting, I, there's the Gwen's, uh, or the, the Bev saga is heating up. She sent oh, me, yeah? yeah, she sent me a text today, and it's a meme, and it's Andy Griffith and the little boy, and it says, Pa, what does politically correct mean? And then this is Andy Griffith responding, quote, well, son, it means giving up your own opinions and beliefs in order to please some whiny little crybabies. Wow. Who sent yep. that to you? Bev. Bev from Bev. the shop. You remember? That three-hour video, Bev? I was talking about how I might turn Three into Joe her. Three Joe Bidens, Bev, as you might remember her. Sewer oh, people, yeah, yeah, lizard yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Lizard people, Bev JFK. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. She's got a brain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets better. Turns out she has Telegram, too. And I use Telegram to talk to my crypto people. Yeah. That's and weird. she sent me a Bible quote. In Genesis, Jacob, the son of Isaac, wrestled with God. Afterwards, he was named Israel. This thing's three pages long. I just, oh, yeah. I just wanted, yeah, I just wanted to let y'all know. <laughs> yeah, cut that shit off yeah, now. Yeah, she, yeah, so she sent that over to me. So Bev just lighted me up with the gospel. And, well, you know, a great, you know, just what Liam told you initially, like, don't give your phone to a crazy retities. Oh, so I, I looked in the two no pages. Matter what they are, unless she buying, like, tires on a daily motherfucking basis, yeah. bro. I, I looked at these two pages, and I saw this. Continuing to fund them is furthering the synagogue of Satan's agenda. So mm. so it's not really a Bible verse. Mm. It's kind of, it breaks down the yeah. further you read. I don't care what side that falls on. Her logic is... Mush-brained. Synagogue, but, synagogue of Satan, that's pretty heavy. But to go back to something that is real to me, um, Camden, while I do sympathize, you should have known to not trust Blake's pronunciation. Yeah, yeah And yeah. the fact that you didn't mean you hadn't been listening to Tap Snaps that regularly. <laughs> oh, because yeah. if you had been listening to Tap Snaps, you would, you would know that Blake is... Not to be trusted. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not not to be trusted. I just think of it as like a funny little quirk of his personality that Blake can't pronounce shit. Right? At least treated with mild skepticism. <laughs> kind of like Ricky from Trailer. No, I, no, I just flat out know that it's wrong. But, <laughs> but, I, you know, but I don't ever correct Blake because I, I like this to continue. Yeah. Because it's one of those things, those rare little idiosyncrasies that make people interesting. Yeah. No, for sure. But I'm just saying, if you want to stand your ground next time, like, stand your ground. Even if you're not 100, sure. Like, it's still worth the roll of the dice. Yeah, don't let Blake bully you. Yeah, don't let him bully you. And he will throw his weight around unless you check him. Yeah. <laughs> He'll get you. So hang, hang tough, King. Shout out to Bev. And yeah, shout out to Big crazy old batshit Bev. <laughs> batshit Bev. And he's disrespectful. For he is pleading the case of the prosecution by his contempt for all that is holy. I object, I object, I object. On what grounds? Is it possible that something is holy to the celebrated agnostic? 
Yes. The individual human mind. In a child's power to master the multiplication table, there is more sanctity than in all your shouted amens and holy holies and hosannas. Welcome to Tap Snaps. I'm your host, Blake Weatherly. Join me by... Uh, join me by... Crisp. Join me by tiny little bubbles that burst and give me life upon your nose. <laughs> Goodness. Speaking of bubbles bursting. I had you about bu- to burst some right now? No, I had my bubble get Some limp bubbles. <laughs> Snowflake bubbles. Snowflake bubbles. Anyway, I, I just wanted to very briefly um, talk about something very important to me. Gas station something. knives. Lay it on me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Some of those knives are really cool. Liam. I mean, I like the tentacle one. It looks like Back in the Future. Looks like, it looks like the Raptor claw. It's got you the hoverboard. It's orange. Yeah. It's orange. My bad, dog. Anyway, let's combine uh, the two knives we were making up to an orange Technicolor knife. <laughs> I now know that there are some people they can handle four loco. Right. Yeah. There's some. They're out there. Exist. The, the tough, the that veteran, the the almost cirrhosis, the ones that have livered. really given up. Mm-hmm. They've like, really given up. The people right at at the door, uh, the alcohol. Yeah, for he, for people for whom the word handling means something different than the rest of us. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, I'm not one of them. I'm not one of these people. I thought I was, and I thought I was strong. He flew too close to the sun, and my wings melted. And like Icarus, I dove into a slurring, ridiculous Four loco. Yeah. So just wanted to mention that and mention that I've made a personal rule now to not drink Four Locos ever. And now we're on Takati. We're back. Yeah, we're on that we're, soft we're, stuff. We're back on solid ground. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see you back in a Takati space. Thank you. Thank like you. It. it got a little dark there. It's summertime, got, too. Yeah. I mean, it's Takati time. It's not for Loco. It time. is Takati time. It is. Yeah, for, for Loco is, is for people that have, that don't have real friends or loved ones yeah. or obligations. Obligations. Yeah. Or, large or beer fund. Things that they can stand to lose. Yes. And it was really funny, too, because I was talking to someone about it and I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, and I got kind of drunk. And they're like, what were you drinking? I was like, I had a four loco. And they're like, oh, damn. They're like, <laughs> they're like, well, that's okay. They were like, listen, things happen. You know, like it's like people were so understanding about four yeah. loco. It's not like, well, you know, I, you know, I drank a couple of Bud Lights and like, well, that was irresponsible and you should know better. It's like, well, I drank a four loco and they're like, are you okay? Yeah, I've been there. They're like, they're like, it could have been worse. Yeah. They're always like, it just could have been worse, you know. I, I've, you're, you're fortunate. Just to be, you know, put it in perspective, the old Four loco formula, like, I've, you know, drank heavily. Like, I, in, you know, my younger years, I was, I drank a lot. I was a, a party guy. So I've had many liquors of varying degrees, you know, all the way up to uh, Everclear, which is like 99% Ooh, or whatever. That yeah. golden grain. You know, that kind of shit. Yeah. But I have never been drunker and more dangerous to myself and others than I was when I would drink two four locos. Yeah. Just wrecked. I remember the, the aggressive wreck. Yeah. Eight loco. Like totally out of my mind. Yeah. Like brain could, off. Could have lost everything. Like to this day, I still say that two four locos at noon and by six PM, I could have I could have lo- have lost everything in my life. Yeah, like my freedom, my Respect. job. Yeah, my my 
friendship and families and any other ties that I have can all be gone in one afternoon of, of Four Locos. Yep. Well, it's just like, hey, get blackout drunk, but also cranked. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. go down. Yeah. No. And that's why you are a horrific Frankenstein's monster, monster parading around as human. Yeah. Speedballing, but with alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the way. It's not the way. Speaking of speedballing, Liam, take us into our first article from CNN. Amazon will block police indefinitely from using its facial recognition software. Yeah. Let's ski yee. Let's ski yee. William Reeves. So is the, is the church and state supposed to be separate? I'm confused because I never went to school. Nearly a year ago, Amazon said it would stop providing its facial recognition software, recognition with a K, to police for a year. Now it appears that ban won't be ending anytime soon, if ever. On Tuesday, Amazon said it would extend its ban on police usage of the technology, quote, until further notice. The decision was first reported by Reuters. Facial recognition technology can be used for everything from ensuring only certain people can get into an office building to tracking people's faces across the internet. An unknown number of police departments use facial recognition systems to track down potential suspects, even though the technology has been shown to be less accurate when identifying people of color. Several black men, at least, have been wrongfully arrested due to use of such facial recognition uh, due to such use of facial recognition in june 2020 amazon halted sales of recognition to police departments the decision came during wide-scale protests against the police violence in the united states in a blog post last june amazon said it had already advocated for governments to regulate the technology and hoped a year-long moratorium would see congress passing laws related to ethical use of facial recognition systems in the united states amazon offered its assistance in this process saying at the time quote we stand ready to help if requested Amazon's initial decision followed a letter from IBM to U.S. lawmakers that said the computing giant would no longer offer facial recognition services and condemned the use of facial recognition, quote, for mass surveillance, racial profiling, or violations of basic human rights and freedoms. That's really fucking cute, IBM. <laughs> That's really cute. But we know the truth. You just give it to the you know, CIA, the Department of Homeland Security, you know, all these other entities, but you won't give them to local police departments because you're taking a stand for what's right. <laughs> Blake, yeah, just to you, find you, the, the the gray lining, yeah, you fucking the silver ass, story, you fucking asshats. At least, so I, I'm a little torn because I am like, you know what, Amazon, hell yeah, like I wish you right on its face. It yeah. seems like a pretty nice move cool. from Amazon, but cool see, move. But my the thing that worries me is that Amazon, like a lot of their technology, is some of the best. Yeah, and it's like okay, so the police department won't be using the best facial mm -hmm. recognition software, but they're going to be using. Some they already are. The, yeah. Another yeah. part of the story, there is a company that's doesn't have any of these. It's called like Clearview or something. Yeah, like Clearview, that. and they yeah, they, they don't have, give a fuck. Yeah. I think there are hundreds of departments that they're yeah. in right now. But it is it does go to say that there at least is a different side of the conversation. It's not just the you know the cold uh, remorseless corporation you know pouring out technology damaging to people no matter the cost to humanity. At least on the surface of it. You have a tech giant like Amazon and a, and a former, well, still big company like IBM. Oh yeah, that I mean, still huge. That says, you know, we're we're not going to give you this technology because we we don't believe that it is morally correct. And see, and that's my whole thing is that it's not going to go away or ethically probably. Yeah, correct. It, well, it's not going to go away, and I would rather if if our police departments are to engage in unethical behavior using facial recognition software. I would still want them to use the best. Well, I mean, my thing is that it won't hold up in court if it's shitty. 
Yeah. Like, it'll get overturned. If the software is shitty and they, you know, they start to get precedent over and over, of like, you're wrong here, you're wrong here, you're wrong here. It's like a lie detector yeah, yeah, test. Be, you know, a lie yeah. detector test doesn't mean shit yeah. because... It'll be inexcusable in court. Because, yeah, it can be beaten. And facial so- recognition software isn't perfect, so... I think also it's just a smart move while the technology is like... if Especially if the technology is way far off, even the best is way far off from yeah. being, like, a really viable, like... You're just saving yourself a shitload of money in liability lawsuits that you're opening yourself up to. If you do, you're like, hey, yeah, use this to um, impede people's rights or physically assault them. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they may or may not be the person that you're looking for. We we can say within like... They're like, justice is blind, Liam. (laughs) And so are we. (laughs) We're going in with... Honestly, very little information, but we're going to make some fucking results. I'll tell you. We're going to get some arrests. Like people yeah. are getting in, going into jail. Yeah. Or, you know, like getting are using this information to obtain a warrant, like a no knock warrant. Like it's just you, the minute you sell this, you relinquish this type of technology to a police department. Like, I don't know what kind of liability you're opening yourself up to as a company by saying like, Hey, this product works up to, is like, X percent mm. effective, and then if it's proven that it doesn't operate within that margin, you're just fucked. Like, especially yeah. if somebody dies as a result of a warrant that's served based on information that's you know presented to a judge from this software. Like, you're it's it's a dumb move to get involved, yeah. especially because the police, local police departments in the U.S. aren't the CIA. No, no. They aren't the FBI. They have smaller budgets. They have... They don't have drones. They have lower requirements for entry, <laughs> lower investigative standards. A lot of time, like, it's just... I wouldn't do it. If it were my product, I wouldn't be like, hmm, who should I give this to? The CIA? Okay. Uh, uh, unknown budget. Like, <laughs> barrier for entry, quite high. Like, cool. We'll, we'll do that. Um, also, if anything ever goes wrong, nobody will know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. or, or should I give it to the police to use local police where like every fuck up will be recorded by a civilian and uploaded to the internet and circulated like no thanks I'm good yeah yeah well hopefully it stays this way and it, you know at least we haven't just fallen in step line with China like we're not mass mm-hmm. doing this so CCTV mass camera state I know this is hard for a lot of conspiracy theorists out there to hear but it's like actually there is still freedom in the United States. Like they're like companies and the government are separate entities and a company can just deny some things to state local governments. Yeah. Or to the federal government. I mean, they don't necessarily have to sell to the CIA either if they don't want to. That would be a really bad decision. I don't think Amazon's scared of the CIA. Amazon's like, we got our own CIA, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, we pay more, too. Our CIA is pretty dope. Better actually. health, better benefits. <laughs> yeah. Better bennies, dental. Vision. So just like, you know, the government is there to step in when business gets out of control. It should be. Businesses yeah. can also leverage their weight against the government when it oversteps. But I think it's more of what Liam was talking about, how this is more of like a... Uh, like posturing to avoid litigation and lawsuit against them. Yeah. yeah. And Man, speaking smart. of posturing to avoid litigation and lawsuits, okay. Liam, why don't you take us into our next article? Oh, good transition, Blake. You know, <laughs> no, 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 no. From NBC News. He cleaned up and got his act right. He did. He's on it. Gwyneth Paltrow's goop calls lawsuit over exploding vagina-scented candle, quote, frivolous. <laughs> this is this is Blake's, like, favorite girl. I live for this shit. <laughs> yeah. We I talked will, about goop for a while ago. I can't, yeah. dude. I swear to God, I'll I sleep better at night knowing that Gwyneth Paltrow has a 
lawsuits pending against her. It gives me strength and com- <laughs> like in comfort. She is a clown. Like, I, I will say like, she is a, a clown. Like you clenching know? a Saint Anthony medallion. I, just, I mean, like feel protected if she's under duress. Yeah. Oh, she just turned being like an aloof, trend trendy millionaire into a, a trendy multimillionaire, a super profitable business. Um, she's just kind of used her platform in some of the dorkiest, lamest ways. Yeah. Yeah. Very clownish. What do you mean jade vagina cleansing stones are goofy? It's yeah. like the ultimate, like, suburban mom MLM. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's... For real. It's, yeah. It's like, it's Avon on, like, mega steroids. Mm-hmm. Because you know? she's very wealthy and famous. Yeah. She's like, you want to talk about a juice cleanse? She's like, how about, what if the juice costs a $1,000 a bottle? Then it must work. <laughs> she was like, I was in... All the Marvel movie, all the uh, Avenger movies, and the Iron Man movies. So Why? I kinda, don't know, <laughs> but I kind of know what I'm talking about. It's like, but I don't know anything about Marvel. I should start a lifestyle company. <laughs> yes, you have the same amount of fame and clout, <laughs> clout as Gwyneth Paltrow. You yeah, should. Yeah, yeah. Just decades of of being an A list movie star. Call yeah. it BBW. And also, you know, <laughs> lifestyle for men. Yes. I like it. Yeah, BBW, lifestyle BBW. for men. I said, what is the Life. candle? Like your balls? It's like a dick scented candle. God I mean, damn. I can't yeah. say for sure. I'm going to make a, a an educated guess, though, that you're probably going to have to fork over quite a bit of cash for that domain name. <laughs> BBW.com. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. That's not going willingly. Anyway, Liam reads. A man in Texas is suing Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle company, Goop Inc., over a vagina-scented candle that he says, quote, exploded and became, quote, engulfed in high flames after burning for a few hours. (laughs) High flames. In the class action complaint filed Monday, Colby Watson said he purchased a $75 candle, quote, this smells like my vagina. You creep. From Goop's website in January. Is anyone surprised that it was a man? Nobody's surprised. Nobody's surprised. Liam Editorial. I just like the smell of pussy. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, Colby. I don't want to. Mm. Colby, we need to track it's your like, internet you know usage. That wasn't even you, and I'm already not on your side anymore. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm on pro goop now. Just the smell of butter. God. Not the smell. It hurt me deep. Watson said he lit the candle for the first time on his nightstand in February when it allegedly, quote, exploded and became, quote, engulfed in high flames after burning for about three hours, according to the court document. A warning on the vagina-scented candle advised users not to burn it for more than two hours, according to its listing on Goop's website. I would love to see that warning. Watson acknowledged the, quote, limited warning on the lifestyle company's website, but claimed that Goop, quote, knew the candles were defective, according to the lawsuit. He added that the blaze left a, quote, black burn ring on his nightstand and that the jar containing the candle was now, quote, charred and black. Because I mean, he was going to reuse the jar. You know what I mean? It's a good jar. Yeah, you know, it's a $75 jar. That was my special pussy jar. Oh, God. Colby. Colby, please. Watson is seeking a jury trial and trial compensation as well as punitive damages of more than $5 million for him and others who, quote, through no fault of their own, purchased defective and dangerous vagina-scented candles, according to the complaint. The lawsuit comes after a woman reported in January that her candle of the same model also allegedly exploded and was set ablaze. Hear ye, hear ye. Uh, Colby, what's his name? Watson? Colby Watson is here to represent himself in the California lower court today. Colby, could you begin with your initial uh, complaint uh, against the plaint? Uh, excuse me, against the defendant? Thank you, Your Honor. First, I would like to say Colby is my Christian name, but I go by Mr. Pussy Eater. Oh. And Let the record reflect. As... I would like to say that 
I I have bought many pussy scented candles in my time. I also own a collection of pussy memorabilia from everywhere I have traveled from Arkansas through mid uh, of Idaho. And never before has my pussy uh, my pussy hunting days brought me into such a dangerous situation where I almost lost my house. and Or at least I got a black ring on my Mr. Colby, as a judge, I I say, you know, I I have heard your argument. I I was sympathetic to your plight initially, but I do now uh, take it upon myself and my authority and the authority of this court to dismiss this case out of hand as you are reprehensible as a human being and i sorry you you may judge me only bailiff take him away (laughs) only god i'll hear no more of it only god can tear this pussy from my lips the court (laughs) finds mr watson in contempt one million dollars i'll i'll i dismiss this case out of hand i'll see you out (laughs) sir and i'll hear no more of it the defense and this follows him out (laughs) i'll die (laughs) god colby watson colby watson i mean the kid but at the same time i'm sympathetic to him you know he i mean he just wanted his his pussy scented candle and it came in you gotta be a horny motherfucker to buy a pussy scented candle he lit it put on some barry manilow you know pulled the pulled the first sheet back on his bed Mm -hmm. to reveal the reflective rubber lining that that he keeps and, or he's just in that like granola y, like too rich for your own good, the kind of person that would subscribe to Goop because they thought it was cool. Or if he, th- he could have thought it was funny. Or he, he could have just had well, see, and be like, let me see what this fucking yeah. vagina this well, smells It could have like been someone like, he could have been like obsessed with Gwyneth Paltrow and he actually thought that the scent was the scent of Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. I'm betting though that the, the label, the, the warning on Goop's website was probably something like, Try not to let it burn for more than two hours, or like burning for longer than two hours is not recommended. Not, hey, if you burn this for more than two hours, it will it might fucking explode. It was like if you burn this for more than two hours, be warned there are some side effects of hellfire, such as shooting, engulfing your house, such as shooting two foot flames out of a jar on your nightstand, <laughs> and it's like a volcano too. It's like hurling molten wax, resulting yeah. in the over candle. It's like fucking exploding. <laughs> I've had, and now, and a lot of people don't know this about me. You're a candle burning man. I I do love candles. It's something I've dealt with. You for, stopped lately for man. a long time. Well, I went back to the no burn wax with that Christmas gift you got me. But then you stopped that too. Oh no, I, I have that going. I just had to refresh my wax and get new light bulbs. Okay. Yeah, but um, I've had one candle explode ever, mm-hmm. and it didn't really explode. Um, it was a defect in the jar, and it just got real hot because I'd burned it for like four hours. Yeah, I'd forgot about it, and the uh, glass case cracked. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. I just put it in another bigger glass case. Yeah, I mean, so fuck. I mean, goop. Shame on you. Yeah, Did like, you see this article? Also mentions that uh, the jade uh, vagina eggs uh, the or whatever. Cleansing eggs. Yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. they lost the lawsuit in California. Well, they settled it. Well, they settled, but they were gonna fucking lose. Yeah. Where the woman was like, "None of the things that you claim to do." are done by this and they're like well it's alternative and they're like no nothing yeah, that you say yeah 
can be done with this. And they're like, well, we, we don't agree with the court's actions. We will do our civic duty in paying this penalty because we observe and recognize the laws of California. Yeah. So while we're sorry we have to pay this fine, we still stand behind this product. No, they, they reached a settlement. So there's no judgment. There's no penalty. They right. were just like, hey, we're going to give you 135 grand to shut up and we're going to keep selling these candles. And right? then we're going to put an ash. Right. The, oh, well, the stones. The, yeah. oh, the, the, like, the, the rocks, the, the cooter rocks. We're yeah, going to keep selling our rocks. Oh, thank then, you for mentioning my cooter rocks. <laughs> Colby, you've been in, you've, you're in jail now. Colby, please. I've sentenced you to life in jail now. What? But I mean, it's a good thing I have a phone, and I this is my one call outside of jail. This is this. You can't silence the people's voice. Uh, I mean, I just want to you know because for our female listeners, I just want to like throw this out you know because we've been talking about vagina candles and it's like ooh you know it's so gross like when men buy this and this that and the other. What if Hugh Jackman put out a dick scented candle? I don't know would, if well, that well, would sell. On. You're not a woman. I don't know if Hugh Jackman's the guy. Well, who's the guy? Well, the, I like. I don't know a lot Who of women that describe. Who could put a dick scented candle out and it sell? The aroma of dick. Jason yeah. Momoa. See, you're just naming attractive guys, and they'd already like the way they smell. I don't think they would like the way their dick smells in particular. Yeah. So write in everyone on whose dick scented candle you would purchase. I mean, like <laughs> Jason Momoa's, uh, Hugh Jackman's, mine. Or I just don't think dick yeah, smells as good I, as vagina. I think that in may, general, if you were like, "Hey, this smells," and like, I know because I have a dick and I've smelt it, <laughs> and I've smelt vaginas too. They're like, "Hey, maybe after like Jason Momoa post jog or something like that." Jason Momoa after a hard day's work, a light autumn, that's a, a funky light, dick. Light yeah. autumn. No, no. I'm, not talk, I'm talking about the man. I'm not talking about okay, yeah, his yeah. dick smell. Nobody wants to smell a dick. Light, I think you're totally off the mark with, with light the dick. autumn. I feel like jog. dick smell is is tolerated yeah i feel like a lot like a lot of stuff with us they tolerate it yeah but because men are savages yeah we are the less uh you know softer refined of the sexes i guess everybody just yeah. be stank and nobody wants a, a, a vagina scented candle is like people can pe people i'm sure would buy it for for lols or like super horny. the same this is the same class of super that horny would, that would or buy like the Belle Delphine bathwater ah yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, like these type these type of people the I dregs am, you know <laughs> no judgment people upon with them. no soul that's that, a king right shame. I don't but shitheads I'm Colby sure Watsons of the world <laughs> there are women out there thank you for mentioning me I'm sure there are women out there that would buy dicks for scented candles I just think the sales would be far lower yeah. Than the vagina scented candles, just out of I, sheer self-respect. I self really don't think that smell is one of the pluses the dicks have. Okay, you know, okay. You know, yeah. Having a dick has a lot of pluses. I just think the smell, not one of them, yeah. and not mm -hmm. one that women. I don't. I don't. I've never heard a girl be like, "Man, his dick smells so good." <laughs> I've never heard one say that about someone else myself and i take showers you know i got or, it or it's what clean if, or what if they were like i imagine like they're imagining a dick smell. i've never heard them fantasize about that okay you know i've heard them talk about other things about dicks you know whether they be, they be big whether they be swinging or doing yeah, handling their business etc yeah, etc et but i've never heard <laughs> anybody be like mm, i bet his dick smelled good i really want to smell his dick yeah in fact the only reference i, I noticed smelling dick is that humorous song which was a, a reference to detecting, which is a way for her to detect uh, if the man was cheating. Infidelity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, come on in, let me smell your yeah. dick. Why are you coming home at five in the morning? Mm -hmm. Something's going on. Let me smell your let dick. Let me smell your dick. <laughs> <laughs> which still right. makes me feel like it's a classic. All right. Yeah. right. But yeah, they, 
They, these motherfuckers had a defective candle. They knew they had a defective <laughs> yeah. candle. They, it was too late. There was they already got the first shipment yeah. of ten thousand of them. The, <laughs> the money, the checks have cleared. So they talked to their lawyer, and their lawyer was like, Just "Put something up on the website saying not to burn it for very long. We're gonna hope that not too many of them explode before the two hour mark, and otherwise we can just eat whatever settlement we have to make." Yeah, I mean, they're. Uh, I hate to say it, but that's the most likely. They've been a yeah. bullshit company since their in- inception. So this yeah. is just another glorious little yeah. footnote in the history of goop. The cooter eggs, they really just got caught on because it was a, a health thing like a lot of like, people got like sick. if you notice like see like even even companies that sell like cbd and stuff they have there's such specific language they have to they have to go yeah. with with their advertising they have to be like well people have said that it helps you know makes their headache go away in addition to regular prescribed medical treatment like it's just like the most non-committal statement they're just like i you know i get anxious and then i smoke cbd and then sometimes afterwards i'm 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 less anxious yeah you know what i was just thinking man what an improvement for most people with migraines these times it must must be because when like 20 30 years ago before cbd um, and before more widely accepted marijuana and before the use of psilocybin uh, to mm. treat things like migraines and microdoses and depression, people with migraines, people just thought they were crazy or lying. Yeah. yeah. Or they um, got hooked on opium. And yeah. there wasn't really a great uh, solution is what La- I'm saying. Laudanum? Laudanum. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. there was never like a great solution. It was yeah. always like numb the pain. You're like, hey, how about you uh, take an Excedrin and close the blinds and quit crying, I guess. Like yeah. that, was, <laughs> that was it. You had Excedrin. So now, I mean, I think a lot of those migraines have been treated by things like CBD and well, that, psilocybin. You know, um, I mean, it's clear too. You've you've seen all. Everyone's seen the videos of people treating seizures with it too for people yeah. with like palsy and yeah. Otherwise, it's amazing. But then the the reverse of that though is that you can get seizures from the COVID vaccine. Yeah. So if we mix the COVID vaccine with, with CBD with and CBD, psilocybin, we could potentially cure autism. That's right. Dang. And save the rainforest. Dang. Woo. We Captain Planet now. <laughs> well, speaking of Captain Planet. From uh, ABC News, Las Vegas will fully reopen and return to pre-pandemic guidelines on June 1st. Hey, Blinded what? by the light. <laughs> Shout up like a douche. Another in the night. <laughs> the it's cocaine industry like is, set, is set to return to full pre-pandemic swing. <laughs> I did this for our listeners out in Las Vegas. We have some long-time listeners, friends of the show, and... I was like, damn, y'all about to be Liddy once again. Wide open. Wide open. Bussing in. <laughs> Liam Reitz. Oh, oh, motherfucking Chris Casey's in the studio, everybody. <laughs> it's me, the big teddy bear. <laughs> County lawmakers voted Tuesday to return to pre-pandemic guidelines on June 1. They agreed to follow U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention guidelines and dropped plans to tie business occupancy to COVID-19 vaccination rates. That means COVID-related restrictions on things like large gatherings, capacity limits, dancing, and more will be lifted. Masks and social distancing will also not be required for fully vaccinated people, with a few exceptions. Individual businesses can still require customers to wear masks, and masks are still needed for certain travel. Most Vegas casinos are already back to 100% capacity and no social distancing under the oversight of the Nevada Gaming Control Board. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? Like, I mean, you know. They're like, let's go. Like, it's, can it's we, Las Vegas. It, yeah. The whole deal, mean, you just have to be close to people. 
Yep. Like that's our business that's, model. Yep, that's it's it. touching. Yep. <laughs> I think they've that's gathered it. enough science that they're like, all right, because I mean they've been waiting to reopen yeah, oh fully like yeah. every day. They've well, lost you remember so much early money. in the pandemic, the uh, who was it? Was it like the governor? The no, mayor. no, the mayor of, of of Las Vegas was like, who is a clown? There was like, there's no COVID here. Yeah, we're business as usual. Who yeah. gives a shit? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's just a little puppet. I mean, I mean the, the, she, yeah. the casino owners are like, you you say what we tell you. Yeah. And she's like, yes, I do. She's like, absolutely, I do. But let's not kid ourselves. The mafia still runs Vegas. <laughs> no, it's just big business now. Yeah. That are, well, super rich. Yeah. Super rich. Sorry. To, they used to be to, the mafia. Yeah, but, but they don't anymore. have to commit crime They went anymore. clean. They got clean. It, there's they, more they, money. They, in, they went legit. There's more money in being legal than there is in being illegal in Vegas. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Because everything's legal. Yeah. Yeah, weed's legal there. <laughs> Prostitution. Yeah. Right. Local casino. But not, you can't sell it on the street. Local casino enthusiast Vito Corleone. Corleone. No. Corleone. Vito Corleone. Have this to say. Yeah, Mr. Corleone. Corleone. But uh, that is a bit wild because that's close proximity. And uh, what's interesting, too, is that they didn't say anything about mandating or requesting proof of vaccination or anything like that. I think that that is, that is an interesting topic because yeah. on one side... You've got, you know, the business is trying to protect their employees. So the first thing is be like, all right, well, we'll just have everybody show their vaccination cards. But then you also got to think about your employees will have to be the ones that stop customers and be like, hey, show me your vaccination card. Yeah. yeah. And that puts a lot of stress and pressure on them because we all know, I mean, we've been watching since the beginning of the pandemic. There's a whole lot of retitees out there that are willing to. Fight you, fight you, you, scream at you, and so well, mainly just scream at you and insult you and and cause you stress. And we are already at work, which is always going to be stressful and and not exactly where you want to be in most cases. So, so I think a lot of them are just applying the honor system right now. I do think eventually, though, especially for places like casinos, they should require the card. But but again, you're not going to turn away a fucking whale. If he's no. if he's coming in, he's like, well, no, that, I'm gonna drop like fifty, sixty thousand dollars in this casino tonight. They're like, not gonna be like, they're gonna be like, yeah, come on, fuck in. We don't give a fuck about yeah. no damn. Yeah. I think most business owners probably, especially people who own businesses like casinos or like event venues or, or stuff like that, they're probably like, oh yeah. So CDC said it's cool. Okay, so it's just cool. Like, yeah, our business is having people here. Like, and they're not. They're probably not gonna get shut down unless there's some new sort of like city ordinance or code put in place for shutting down a business after a certain number of people get COVID or they contact trace. What happens when, what happens when like the door guys like, sir, do you have your vaccination card? And I just hand him like a card that looks like one. And it just says, Hey man, check behind the card. And he lists the card up and there's a hundred dollar bill there. Why do you always have to have these silly little contrived scenarios? Because this shit will happen. Why would it happen? Why wouldn't they just have their card? Because not everyone's going to want to get vaccinated or just a hundred dollar bill. Well, I'm just saying, like, can you buy your way? Why in? does it have to be like a Rube Goldberg machine? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, what? yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why is it so contrived? Lift card, yank twice. <laughs> Wink at me three times. If, if you, you'll accept this $100 bill. And he's just in sitting, lieu of a Yeah, and he's just card. sitting there Turn the thermostat down to 71. <laughs> I'll, I'll be watching. <laughs> next, Wait an hour and a half. And next then clue. Tell me if I can come in or not. <laughs> and the next clue will reappear. <laughs> I want you to... I, look, I, I hit a name behind a rock. You have to walk 30 paces to the left and then turn around three times and yell like a crow. <laughs> Make the sound of I'll, a dying giraffe. Then I'll throw the rock and the paper was taped to the bottom of it. 
Joke's on you. I sneezed on the paper. You have COVID. <laughs> no, you just have Get wrecked. ick on your hand. You have $13. Hand. <laughs> <laughs> and, and during this time, I've snuck into the club. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you enforce this in Vegas? No, I don't. I, I, I don't think they do. I, I think they're just going to let people go in. Yeah. There's either going mean, to be... It's going to be like an at-your-own-risk thing. It's going to be kind of like yeah. in the early days of COVID when businesses that were still open, they were like, hey, shit's wild. If you get COVID here, sorry. Yeah. You shouldn't be here. No one should be here. We shouldn't be open, LOL. <laughs> do you want to come in or not? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, know, you might get sick. You might not. That's it's like, hey, you, you came know? here to gamble, motherfucker. Let's gamble. That's what I'm saying. Like, you want to roll the dice? That's, let's really roll some dice. That's what roll I, used to, I used to make that joke all the time at the gas station. She'd be like, you want to get some lottery tickets? And I'm like, I only gamble with my life. And that actually made sense in COVID. Yeah. yeah. I would I, like to see strict enforcement of it. Like I like it. The, there the, the, are your papers. Yeah, like at the damn door. <laughs> well, because it would just strongly in, encourage people to get vaccinated, yeah. and the more people that get what vaccinated, the, the, there a state that has a vaccine lottery? Like if you get, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you yeah, get, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. And New York is giving people like you get to go into the the Bronx Zoo for free. You get to take the ferry for free. You get mm -hmm. to go to the botanical gardens. There's a bunch of Krispy Kreme gave everybody a donut. Was that, that do that which here? Probably did the most. Yeah. That probably did. Did the you get most. one? No. God damn. Can I still get one? I don't know. Can I just be like, nah, you, you know your boy is vaccinated. You, you old vaccinated. <laughs> I am this for, the, old this head. for the new vaccinated. You know, yeah, this, this Johnson and Johnson yeah, boys. This yeah. Was, yeah, well, we waited. You know what I'm saying? We waited. <laughs> you know, you I, didn't I, have to wait. I, was, I waited for these benefit programs because you know, I knew that, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was waiting for the incentives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Y'all that's really, that's why people should get vaccinated. Is the incentives. Yeah, it's for the incentive. And only that reason. Yeah. All the strong science and logic that shows like, hey, the more people that get vaccinated, the less that it's able to travel the less is able to mutate and become strong and more and virulent then, strain. And doing I, your and patriotic then, duty to protect yeah, the health yeah, yeah, of your neighbors as I, an American. I click yeah, off you know. these bullshit ads yeah. on my Facebook <laughs> and then a free donut. donut pops up and all of a sudden I'm like, Jossie to Jossie, baby! It's like a free donut with a link to the CVS. I'm gonna to get, get the, the one shot, you know what I'm saying? Because I really I mean, am just trying to like, get the gifts. I'm just... <laughs> I want the gifts. Gifts. But to get it it's great that. that we're at this point of the conversation where we're like we're talking about how places should reopen and should there be on the honor system or should there be like checking vaccinations, and we're not at the at the point of of just like arguing whether or not it exists at all or well, people actually get sick. I've I've been hit with a few. Who? I mean, and you're, oh, you 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 hang out with dummies, all right? Like, I'm not <laughs> oh, talking wow. about dummies. I'm talking about like I don't know. You know, I work with the public, <laughs> Tarver. Oh, you mean like? <laughs> I don't know why Tarver felt it necessary to shit on all my friends all of a sudden. And I want to go ahead and say most of my friends are vaccinated and are very responsible people that are friends of the show, friends of the podcast, and also just generally good people. Tarver's like, but, hey, hey, no. Uh, everyone I, you know is fucking like, dumb. Well, that's cool, Blake. That's fine. When anybody you know that I don't also know is fucking dumb, all right? Everybody that Blake knows that I know, I'm not saying you're dumb. I work with the But public. you be taking out with some dummies sometimes. I work with who are vaccinated. They're still dummies, but they're vaccinated dummies. Fine. But I'm talking about the public and the shit they well, say. you hang out with the public and they're dummies yes yeah yes 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 damn anyone dog. in any service industry would be like of course Whew. <sighs> man you got butthurt on that one i 
I just wanted to, you know, kind of support your people. Great. I was, you know, they're out here. You know, Blaze got a Colt, and I'm out here for them. <laughs> it ain't goop level status yet, but BBW Incorporated is working on a very exciting, wider range of products that for, you know, listeners of the show. Blake's just like, I'm tired. Of you call all my friends dumb. <laughs> I was like, that's too damn bad. I'm Well, shit. Go you know, ahead. anyway, bring it back to the conversation. I think that, like, eventually there Wait, will hold be. Hold on. What were you fucking of... trying to say? Oh, I was just going to say, go ahead and take us in, Liam. To the no, next. no before, you were going to say, yeah, before, before the dummies comment, you're like, people are still talking to you oh, about yeah, the yeah. COVID not being real. Oh, yeah. I still hear people say that shit all the time. Would it be fair that they're dummies? Yes. Okay. That's who the fuck I was talking about. Yeah, that's who, to be fair. If you think the COVID's not real, I'm saying you some dummies. But, yeah. but I also want to defend myself and say, like, when the guy, like, saunters up to the counter and he's like, hey, man, you know, uh, you do a tire rotation on my four by four F-150. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, man, Crystal's ain't open, is it? And I was like, nah, they, got, they still got the lobby closed because of COVID. And he's like, Psh, that shit don't exist. And then I'm like, damn, dude, you're right. Do you want to get a beer? <laughs> You do, you do that. No, no, I don't. I don't. I do thought that. he does do that. Yeah. Well, no, no. That's it's only when people like Bev or like the lizard people in the sewers are being fed by a shadow government. And, For sure. and then I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm like, you need my phone number mm-hmm. to send me your thoughts. Yeah, here's yeah, my yeah. signal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's you, get it. This, yeah, you can get me. <laughs> no big, but but really talk to me on there. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> on some serious shit though, I think like. <laughs> There probably will be like a vaccine passport or mm-hmm. some sort of like presentable or like readily like I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a travel registry. Tarver's like I already got the tattoo what on my shit? knuckles. I'll fucking get it. I'll get the hitman tattoo on the back of my head, <laughs> and it just get says my fucking vaccine or the tattoo on the back of the heads of the prisoners in Alien Three. It just says yeah. in this together. It's just a, it's just a barcode. <laughs> you just scan it, <laughs> just, just like Alien yeah, Three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a barcode. And then Bill Gates' cell phone goes off, and he's like, you can go to the UK. That's cool. (laughs) Bill Gates is like, they can pass. Bill Gates is like, man, this was a really dumb system. I have to do this all day now. Thank God I have nothing else to do. But yeah. Anyway, from NBC News, (laughs) novel about black boy shot by officer pulled from Florida classes after police union complained. I had a lot of mixed feelings about this article going into it. I was actually really interested to, to, to find out what your take is, Blake. Well, well let's, let him, let's, let him get to let's, it. Let's, let's, do get a, into let's, it. let's get a Liam Reads. Pop off a piece of my dick. A representative for Broward County Public Schools, one of the largest school districts in the country with more than 260,000 students, confirmed in a statement Monday that the novel, quote, Ghost Boys by Jewel Parker Rhodes, a fictional book about a black boy who was fatally shot by a white police officer, has been pulled for now from two fifth grade classrooms. Quote, Members of the school board of Broward County received a letter from the Fraternal Order of Police, Florida State Lodge, District 5, expressing concern about the use of a specific young adult novel in some fifth grade classrooms, the statement read. The district deems the book to be, quote, supplementary fictional text, meaning it's not a standard instructional resource in the curriculum, the statement said. The district said, quote, Procedures were not proactively followed prior to the assignment of the novel. Subsequently, upon receiving parental concern, the use of the book was paused in two fifth-grade classrooms until procedures are implemented, it said. Paul Kempinski, a member of the Fraternal Order of Police District Lodge, said Monday that the book is, quote, propaganda that police officers are liars, racists, murderers. Quote, 
It goes out of its way to characterize police officers like that, said Kempinski, who read the novel and wrote a letter about it, which the union posted on its social media sites Thursday. The union then tagged Broward County Public Schools. The letter said, quote, I have taken the time to read this book and am in disbelief that this would be a fifth grade reading assignment. It's a fucking Twitter beef. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or that this, w- this book would be at all approved by the Broward County Public Schools. Rhodes declined to comment through her publicist. Okay. I- Go oh, ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so my first was like, uh-uh, I don't like this. That's what my first thought was. I, I was like, you outside forces should have no dick dictation. And no dick. Uh, and no dick. dick. Most of them don't have dicks, but they should have no authority over curriculum. It's ridiculous. It's I hate it. I hate it every time people go in and start like changing curriculum around in like these really tweaky ways where they're like, well, I don't like this. So we're going to affect curriculum that affects, you know, over 10,000 students because mm-hmm. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And and then, and then I always come back to my same thing, which is who gives a shit what you like. But as I started reading and I read a synopsis of the book and everything, and I was like, well, that's kind of heavy. I get it. And then I was like, but, you know, students of that age should be able to handle, you know, s- subject matter. Because, you know, I remember reading, you know, other books that were kind of troubling and yeah. brought, oh, brought, ten and fifth brought up. And, but then that's when I was like, oh, it's fifth graders. Mm. And that's when I was like, uh that I don't know. Yeah. That's that was the one thing where I was like I don't know. If this was a high school senior class, I'd be like y'all fucking leave it alone. Depends on the book too though. I mean, yeah. this is like an award-winning like it's a youth book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, obviously, if you're teaching it in 5th grade, especially in a public school, it probably has a Lexile score I, that is it meets what 5th graders should be reading. And and even to con- to counteract myself, I do remember reading Night in sixth grade um not you know uh eli weasel's night about the holocaust mm. the terrifying book it was yeah i don't there's no i mean you know just barring smut so don't take my words and twist them into foolishness i don't think there's really any subject matter that kids can't read about i i not things that other people would want to read you know um i just think it's like Liam said it's your lexile level. Like it's it's just what your vocabulary is able to get, and how much, you know, how how easy the sentence structure is, and what you can read at the time. That's what's what determines, and if it's worthwhile, and it can promote discussion in the classroom, and it, teachers can teach things from it about structure or grammar or whatever they're trying to teach. Yeah, if it has value as a work of literature, that to me determines whether or not it should be in a curriculum. And it's the same stance I've had about pulling out Huckleberry Finn, or you know, or. Uh, uh, to kill a mocking, kill a mockingbird, or things like that, and even though that's from later grades. But it's my same logic applies to this as does that. It's just it's it's not the content of the book; it's the quality of the book and how the teacher is able to best use it, which determines whether it should be in the classroom. I mean, I agree wholeheartedly. My only reservation, and it's something I would default to more of an expert on, would be the the grade level, fifth grade. I, that's kind of. I feel like this could be kind of tough in a fifth grade curriculum. I mean, you have I, none of us have read the book. That's true, the thing. Yeah, true, that's true. that's really where my everything. You know, that's why I want to speak generally because when yeah. we get down to the nitty gritty, we we haven't read the book. Yeah. Well, and to address the uh, the police, uh, to Paul Kempinski's complaint at, at, on its face. I mean, like to go out of it, the, the book characterizing police officers the way it does. It's fiction, big dog. Yeah. Like, it's. Up to the teacher, honestly, to and, and to the parents who are, you know, presumably doing some 
all, some 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 supplemental work with their children about what they're reading at school, hopefully, to help them interpret it and and mold their little child's mind. The other thing I want to know is they talked about like proper procedures in addendum to teaching the book. Yeah, I'm trying to wonder like what set it off. Was it like a teacher was teaching the book and she just had the but like class you, chanting a cab if your school like, if your school does like, like lame is as a play are you gonna be like this is fucking so upsetting to cops javert is such a piece of shit, shit. and it's just like <laughs> the, uh, how can we just be characterizing police officers to students in this way it's like it's fiction yeah it's not real it does reflect something that is a regular occurrence in this country which probably benefits young minds to think about seeing as they're confronted with it all the time anyway. And that's fiction's job. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what it does is it takes things that are going on in popular culture and then makes them interesting enough so that we want to read it in the story. And then at some part of us, we, we imbibe, we learn from it. Like we grow from, from that. And like and, how I related to sugar around the pill, right? Like yeah. it, it's, it's coating it with chocolate. And so it'd be like, this is information. And then you take it down. <laughs> that's right. And I mean, it's 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 even less sound of an argument to me than when people want to take books out of a curriculum for like usually parents, not a random section of the police in your county, but like want to take. That is kind of nuts. It is yeah, super weird to me. No, yeah, uh, but like when parents are like, uh, this X Y Z book has overt racism. I don't want my kid exposed to this, or like this X Y Z book has like this sort of like social issue that can directly affect none of these kids are like born cops you know yeah like none of these kids can't choose to go home and not be a cop you know because they're they're kids it's not it's different than something like an actual social issue so for me two two things like it's fiction quit being so butthurt and also you're not a part of the classroom so you don't really know what the curriculum is and number two uh what's up mr fascist man yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is the fraternal order of police in a county doing trying to dictate curriculum to a public school system? Way out of line. And it's, it's a Broward County, dude. Way I, out every of time line. a story about it Broward County, Broward. I love doing Shout stories. out to Sherilyn. Yeah. Broward yeah. County is fucking nuts. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, it is the craziest county in police the United unions, States. Police unions being involved in school literature curriculum is probably not the timeline I envisioned for 2021. And how insecure are you? That you're you're worried about a fucking book's representation, a, a fictional young adult book, yeah. not even young adult, a, a children's book, fucking their their depiction of you. Yeah. You want to do your part to fight this literature? Go set a counterexample. Yeah, do, do good. Yeah, do, do better. Be a be a dope police officer. They're like, well, hold on, hold yourself accountable. Hold on, there. Set an example in the community. Do Listen some community policing. You want to talk about that? You want to talk about being proactive instead of reactive? Listen, young king. That's insecure yourself. as fuck. Yeah. It's insecure as fuck. Fuck out of here. The my the Paul only thing Kempinski. I would say. Well, the only thing I would say is let's move this to the eighth grade. I don't know because I haven't read the fucking book. If the book is a, is written on a fifth grade level, then it should be taught in fifth grade, and it would make no sense to teach it in eighth grade. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's just seventh you know, grade. It's just some weak ass shit. Yeah, it's weak as fuck. It, it's real. It's like you don't get to talk about 
anybody being soft, you're like, you can't even handle a what's, children's book. What's even, yeah. weir- what's even talking, weirder is, is that I they I guarantee you this motherfucker is, is a Punisher skull wearing Punisher skull wearing <laughs> on Facebook, fucking retweeting Tucker Carlson and like like liking and sharing Ben Shapiro's shit on Facebook, talking about cancel culture this and Gina Carano that. And then he's like, there's a book that hurt my grown man feelings. Stop teaching it to the 10 year olds. It's unacceptable. <laughs> The uh, it's soft boy. It's soft. It's soft. No, what you can't you, get around it. You, you need to you ask your, you need to ask yourself what's softer. The fact that they did that, but they're always going to do shit like that. Is that soft or is that normal? It's normal for them to do it. For police, what? I've never seen the police do anything like this. Ah, they do that shit all the time. The, the only difference is, is that in this case, they fucking listened and took it out. That's what's weird. That's what's unique. Yeah. Well, later in the article, they do go on to say, like they they ref- I forget who they are quoting but it's somebody uh i think on a district level in broward county or maybe like somebody on a state level is basically just like yeah we make it a a really like we try and impart to all these school districts that you need to have a pretty ironclad approval system for your books because this is such a pervasive issue for myriad reasons like people are always trying to get books taken out of libraries especially for public school because it's government funded and required so like you need to have a you need to be able to justify your decisions just because somebody's going to try and trifle but like remember harry potter oh yeah. yeah but like the the best way to go about it usually and according to this you know random person who i can't remember his opinion at the end of this article is to keep the book in rotation while you make a decision yeah yeah but like i said that's that's what was weird for me is like i expect shit like this and i mean like you just go on like any like social media where the police start like chirping and they're like well this is bad too and we should get rid of this and they become like these kind of vultures of society but but they're always so far removed from the reality of it that you can't really take it seriously but in this case they were taken seriously and the curriculum was affected, and real changes were implemented at the behest of a police union. Mm-hmm. That's unique. That is unique. Yeah. I just haven't seen the police and dip their toe in this arena before. It's soft. It's that's, soft. That's soft. That the, the school board bowed to the shit. And what does a cop know about? What do police unions know about what's acceptable for fifth graders? Acceptable. Read? I'm just like, what do you know about this? Well, I don't know. I remember there. Do was, you spend a lot of time um, creating I mean, curriculum remember, for fifth graders? I remember fifth grade "Roll a Thunder, Hear My Cry" was pretty. You fucking remember heavy. way more books from fifth grade than I do. Yeah, yeah. "Roll a Thunder, Hear My Cry" was very fucking heavy. Um, around seventh or eighth grade, I got a child called "It" that was also super fucking heavy. Um, Night by Eli Wiesel was Wiesel was also super fucking heavy. I remember all of those, and that's why it makes it difficult for me to say again that like I don't know if fifth graders should be reading this because I think back on the shit I read. Mm-hmm. Are you solved? No. Well, no. I mean, no. I'm pretty brutal uh-huh, because I read, I read a bunch of books now that are banned. I mean, I just remember but reading. It, it I, fucked you up. I remember reading Johnny Tremaine in sixth grade, and the fucking Fraternal Order of Blacksmiths weren't like, "This is defamatory." Uh, we follow strict OSHA standards. Nobody's going to be smelting their hands together. Okay, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, shit. We read the Casco Amontillado in seventh grade. Yeah. That was also heavy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, you've got Monte Cristo. Straight yeah, up, shit. like Romeo and Juliet, hard revenge. Romeo yeah. and Juliet, sixth grade reading. Yeah, also pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah. If, if you understand what you're reading, yeah. yeah. Which you probably you're you're reading like a dumbed down version in sixth grade. Yeah, true, true. The abridged version. You're re- well, the language, yeah, and it's reworked and abridged and everything. Yeah, like Tale of Two Cities. Like I read all those. I was, you know, I don't know. I'm just let them throw them in there, let them swim. That's how I feel. I'm like, let them come on and get it. 
and may not be everybody's approach, but as long as we're not talking about levels of smut and things like, you know, yeah. way too far down the rabbit hole or things that are th- academically not sound far for sure. beyond yes. the reach of what you're, of who you're trying to teach. Well, then you're just, yeah, you're doing a yeah. dumbass Above job teaching. Yeah. We took out ghost boys and put in Atlas yeah. shrugged. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously, yeah. Oh, and this yeah. guy, I'm sure, Mr. Fraternal Order Police is just like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, of course they should. They should. They should read Atlas Shrugged. Yes, it's everyone's personal responsibility. Communism is evil. Ayn Rand is something of a personal hero of mine. What do you mean she's a woman? Oh, yeah, I like this now. Ayn Rand's a woman. I like it. I like it less. I like it less. Can't explain it, and I won't explain it. I don't have to explain myself. Quit trying to cancel me. This country uh, is free. Uh, this has been Tap Snaps. I'm your host, Blake Weatherly. Join me by... Uh, join me by the best way f- to ensure a free and safe Israel is to ensure the freedom and safety of Palestinians within Israel. Uh, and just like Bibi Netanyahu is not all of Israel, Hamas is not all of Palestine, and you know we hope to see peace in the future. Hey, yeah. Join me by... The recent job shortages in the United States is not solely due to increased unemployment benefits, but also uh, women now getting more time, women and men getting more time with their children at home and choosing um, daycare or choosing spending time with them rather than putting them to daycare. And uh, so, and it's a myriad of reasons for why people aren't immediately jumping back into all their old jobs and special guest colby watson everyone colby thank you thank you for coming on the show thank you my name liam